The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of Ecclesia Houston. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to follow Jesus, the liberating King, and live in his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Traveling this wide road so long, my heart's been far from you. Ten thousand miles gone. Oh, I wanna come near and give every part of me with this blood on my hands and my lips are unclean. In my darkness, I remember Mama's words reoccur to me. Surrender to the good Lord, and He'll wipe your slate clean. Take me to your river. Take me to your river I want to know Tip me in your smooth waters I go in As a man with many crimes Come up for air As my sins flow down the Jordan I want to come to you and give every part of me But this blood on my hands and my lips are unclean Take me to your river Take me to the river. I wanna go. I wanna go, wanna go, wanna go. I wanna know, wanna know, wanna know. I wanna go, wanna go, wanna go. Ecclesia, it's great to be with you to worship as a community. It's our hope and prayer that you and your family, your loved ones are all doing well. And as we enter into this time of worship together, 
I would love to invite you and God's Spirit to join in prayer together. Creator God, thank you for this time together. And we would ask that you would give us eyes to see you anew, to see you afresh. That at the beginning of this new week, Lord, that we are reminded of your deep love and concern for us and all of your children. And so, Lord, would you fill us with your spirit that we would be emissaries of hope and peace and grace. And we ask all of this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Now we're going to continue our worship, so join me in this offertory prayer. Almighty God, you created everything in the heavens above and in the earth below. You survey all your creation and you savor its beauty and appreciate its goodness. To you, we lift up the best we have to offer from our time, talents, and our resources. We give freely from what we have received from your hand. We give joyfully with the gratitude of a rescued people. We give generously with the excitement of children at play. We join with your mission and with your kingdom. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.
Alexandra, thank you for leading us in our offertory prayer. And Ecclesia, thank you for continuing your worship with us through giving. I wanna take this opportunity to say thank you for all of your generosity, your kindness that you extend to the vulnerable people, not just here in Houston, but around the world. It is these funds that allow us to care and to let people know that they are not alone. As many of you know, our new round of discipleship group started today. And we're so excited that in this season, we can provide a variety of opportunities for you to learn more and dig deeper into your own journey with God. It's not too late to sign up for these groups. And so you can go to our website and there is a button that says discipleship groups and it's not too late to register. We'd love to see you, even if you're joining in for next week. Last week, Pastor Chris shared with you that our sacred prayer encounter is going to be Saturday, November 7th at our West Side campus. Some of you may be wondering, what is Sacred Prayer Encounter? You know, one of the great joys that our staff get to do is to be creative and innovative in ways that we can guide you into a close and intimate relationship with God. And that really is the purpose of this event on the West Side. We're going to have different stations where you can engage in different ways with your journey with God. We have a labyrinth. If you are new to labyrinths, it is basically a physical journey of walking through and releasing, and then as you walk out, receiving what God has for you. We'll also have an opportunity for you to enjoy live music with Matt and with Hannah as they lead us in some contemplative songs. And during that time, you will have the opportunity to come and receive communion with other people around you, not just by yourself in your home. Other opportunities we have are a station to engage in an examination of what's going on in your own life, where we have prompts to guide you. There are also pastors and staff available to pray with you if that's invited. One really exciting thing that we have is basically an art gallery of work by artists in our own community who have been creating during this pandemic and we'd love for you to engage in this art and maybe to see if God has a message for you through these images and to just give you a glimpse a taste of what that looks like I'm going to lead us right now in the contemplative practice of Visio Divina and Visio Divina is basically an ancient form of prayer where we engage our hearts and our imaginations through image and see what God may be saying to us. And so I'm gonna invite us to do a condensed version of that right now. We're going to have times of prompting and times of silence. And so to start, Let's all take a couple of just deep breaths, maybe breathing in the presence of God and bringing out some of the tension and anxiety that you may be experiencing. Breathing in through your nose, the presence of God. Breathing out through your mouth, 
any tension and anxiety you may be feeling. Let's now look at this image of Rublev's The Trinity. Take a few moments just to gaze. What do you notice about this image? Take a moment now to ask God, God, what truth do you have for me in this image? What truth do you have for me in this image? Imagine now that you are in this image. Where are you? What are you doing? Where are you in this image? Finally, ask God, are you extending any invitations to me based on our time together? What invitations is God extending to you through this image? My prayer is that you would have the faith and the courage to say yes to whatever invitations God is extending. Let's now end this practice the way we began, with a couple of deep breaths. Again, breathing in the presence of God, breathing out any tension or anxiety, breathing in the presence of God, breathing out Sisters and brothers, I hope that this has given you a glimpse of what it means to pause, to be still, and to know God. This is what we're inviting you in when we extend that invitation to you to come to our sacred prayer encounter on November 7th on the West Side. You can find more details and information on our website. There's a button that says Sacred Prayer Encounter. It happens to be the Saturday after Election Day. It's been a chaotic season for sure. And maybe you want, want to consider including this event at the West Side as part of your own self-care in figuring out who you are and who God is in this season. And Ecclesia, with that, I hope that this time has given you an opportunity to prepare yourself for more messages that God has specifically for you
through the words of our pastor, Chris. Ecclesia, this is Pastor Chris, and I'm thrilled today um, that in Houston, Texas, we have our dear brother, Marcelo Robles. So Marcelo has come to town. As you can imagine, everywhere in the world, this has been difficult. There have been multiple crises, right, in Argentina, Marcelo? Very much so, yes. And as you're trying to care for people, we realized we wanted you not to lose your mind and go crazy. So we brought you here so you could spend a little bit of time. We could rest, we could strategize. Tell us a little bit about how things are. How are you doing? How are people in Argentina doing? What does it mean to be connected? Just tell well, us. Well, it's, it's been a, uh, as you said, uh, eight months uh, uh, that uh, have been very difficult for Argentina. And uh, we've been going through quarantine and struggling but uh, God opened uh, doors of opportunity to serve. And so that's, uh, for me, it's the key element of uh, being the church in the right place at the right time and understanding God's will and God's sovereignty and God's uh, dominion and work and uh, us follow along. And that's, that's been a privilege. Uh, very, very difficult, as you said. You know, yeah. but, uh, so tell us, because I mean, all over Latin America, but I think especially in Argentina, people are highly relational, right? Yes. So we talk about distancia, right? People like to be <laughs> close, right? Real close. Yeah. And now everybody's telling you, get no. far, right? Stay far away. And people are staying in their houses. How is it affecting people uh, that are made to be? Well, you know, we, we always say until we hug again. Uh, that's uh, every Sunday when we have our time together, you know, online as a community, uh, we greet each other saying until we hug again. Mm. Uh, hugging and kissing for us, it's, uh, it's very important. Uh, and uh, I, I guess this is one of the, the most difficult things for us uh, as a community, as friendship, is not being able to uh, work out in the ways we are used to. So, yeah. Yes. So the, the sermon today, what I'm supposed to preach about, and maybe you can help me, is uh, is about that. It's about relationship, yes. right? So there are a lot of people that start to think Christianity is a religion, right? And it's a, a set of rules you got to keep. Like I grew up with some, and it was about what you don't drink and what you don't do and places you don't go and you don't watch these movies or listen to that music. But, but really, at the heart of Christianity, right, it's that God actually wants to know us yes. and, uh, and be intimate with us. Yes. And for many of us, this season has been so filled with angst and struggle that we've even lost that sense of of intimacy, right, yes. with God. How how is that for you? What are you learning in this season? I'm learning that uh, the worst thing you can do is to keep yourself isolated. Fear is the most uh, fears. Fear is the worst enemy we have, and. Uh, no wonder the Lord Jesus said to his disciples uh, many times, don't be afraid. And uh, the time of, uh, of uh, perils and uh, things being dangerous around us uh, is a time for us to test God's goodness, uh, God's love, God's nearness, uh, God's relationship. And uh, I, it's no wonder in our community, at least in Argentina, we've seen a tremendous growth of people searching for relationships. Uh, they are not all we are expecting, you know, not a lot of hugging and kissing as we are used to, but there's a search for intimacy. And uh, I think it's a wonderful time for us to 
uh, get this uh, idea and, and embrace it and uh, yeah. be committed to to look for relationships, especially with the Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, that would be a big thing. That's what I'm going to try to talk about Wonderful. from the scripture today. And maybe you could take a moment and just say a prayer for us sure. at Ecclesia. We're, we're going to continue to pray for you and we're going to continue you. to do what we can. As, as I remind people, we not only have the opportunity to really make an impact in Argentina, um, we have the ability to, right? When we first, when I first started coming to see you in Argentina and we even brought teams from Ecclesia that lived there for a while, and the peso was like four pesos to the dollar, right? Today yeah. it's 170, today. 170 pesos to the dollar today. Yes. So that gives you a sense, Ecclesia, of how far a dollar goes and providing food and care for people. And um, it's it's an opportunity for us to partner with you, Thank you. and to build people up. Yes. So would you pray for us that we would focus I, on that intimacy with God today? And I then will. I'm going to open the scriptures. I definitely will. Thank you. The Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. And we thank you for relationships. Somebody told me once, uh, the kingdom of God is about relationships. And we thank you for that relationship that we can have with you today. And uh, through that relationship, we can reconcile. Uh, to each other. We, rec we can reconcile to ourselves, but most of all, we can reconcile to, to your big plan and your purpose for our lives. We pray as we go about uh, today's service and hearing the Word of God, that uh, you might empower us with love and uh, with understanding that this is a tremendous and difficult time, but it's a time of opportunities for us to build a relationship that will last forever with you and with people around us in such a strategic and uh, uh, impactful way. We come to you, Lord Jesus, thanking you for your grace and your love for us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank, you. Thank you, Marcelo. Thank you, brother. isn't it great to hear from Marcelo and to be reminded that we're in relationship with the family of faith, right, all across the globe. And today I want to talk to you about um, maybe the heart of Christianity, right? The, the ultimate relationship uh, that helps us fuel all those others, our relationship with God. When you became a Christian, you didn't become an adherent to a set of ideas or rules or a code or a way of life. You actually entered into a relationship with the God that made you, that knows you and loves you. And from the very beginning of scripture, the story is about how God, one, created everything, created man unique among what he created in his own image in order to have a relationship with humankind. And it's hard to imagine, especially when the world gets crazy. It's hard to imagine that the one who made all things not only knows you, but loves you and literally wants to be in relationship with you. We see it in Genesis. God is walking in the garden with humankind. And in fact, he, he opens up the relationship in a way that is the hard part for me that allows him to even get hurt. In Revelation chapter three, this beautiful passage, we're gonna get more into this in a series uh, over the coming year. In Revelation three, verse 19, it tells us, that Jesus is speaking and said, those I love, I also correct and discipline. Therefore be shamelessly committed to me and turn back. He's calling his people back that have walked away. He says, now pay attention. I'm standing at the door and knocking. If any of you hear my voice and open the door. If you remember here in this passage, when you were a kid, I grew up in a church that 
God often seemed like a scary figure. And I thought of Jesus knocking on the door like, hey, I've come to get you. Like, you're in trouble. You've done something wrong. And he says, I'm knocking. And if you'll just open the door, I'd love to come in and visit with you and share a meal at your table. And you will be with me. Ecclesia, the scriptures over and over and over again. Jesus in the Gospel of John chapter 15 shares the greatest commandment, right? He says, if we're going to sum it all up, let me sum it up with this. He says, John 15, verse 12, my commandment to you is this, love others as I have loved you. There is no greater way to love than to give your life for your friends. You celebrate our friendship, Jesus says, if you obey this command. I don't call you servants any longer. Servants don't know what the master is doing, but I've told you everything the father has said to me. I call you friends. Ecclesia, in recent weeks, I've realized when I can feel the tension in my neck and I'm confused about what the next step is and I, I don't know how to care well for my kids in a season of uncertainty and we're starting to go back to school and some things are working and some things aren't. And it's in all of that, that if I forget that God's my friend, God's the one I'm made to talk to, to share my heart with, and that the very God that made me knows me and loves me and wants that relationship with me. That's ultimately, that's all God wants from any of us. And I wonder if the pace of life recently and the amount of stress has distracted you from the core relationship that God longs to have with all of us. I don't know if you're like me, and there's a certain song that if you just hear the melody, you feel the tears start to well up in your eyes. I, I've got a couple of them, and maybe sometimes you need a good cry and you actually put that song on. But when I think of God and our relationship, I, I often think of this song that's been made famous by a lot of artists, most particularly Bonnie Raitt, right? She, she turns this phrase, I can't make you love me if you don't, right? And it literally feels like she turns the phrase and it turns the knife. Because for any of us that have known rejection, we've loved someone and not felt it come back to us. It's in that place of loss and pain that I'm amazed, Ecclesia, to imagine that God created the world and set us up to be in relationship and then left it open for the fact that we would often reject him, that we'd walk away. I've learned through the years when I feel distant from God that it's never God that's walked away from me. I've become distracted. I've become hurt or confused. And I can only imagine that God is standing there waiting, saying, I'm not going to make you love me, but ultimately this is all I want. It's in that place of loss and rejection that I'm reminded that God gave us the Bible, not as a rule book. It's not a formula book. You realize that, don't you? That the Bible's not some formula that you, uh, you try to study and then you emulate and you end up doing the right things and thus you get the right result. The, the beautiful thing about the Bible, it's not even really a book, right? It's a, it's a library. It's a library of God's love and grace. And it's ultimately all about his story. And what makes the Bible great are not just the truths in it. It's the fact that those truths ultimately point towards Jesus. I don't know, Ecclesia, how you're spending your time, but my guess is for every one of us, if we had less news and less screen time and more time reading the Bible, 
connecting with this love story that God has made us to exist in. One where the very creator of the world loves us and knows us and knows our thoughts. You realize, right, that there's nothing you can tell God that will surprise him. Like all of a sudden you're like, God, I, I'm, I've been lusting. God's not gonna be like, oh my Lord, I had no idea, right? That's, he knows, he made you. And so I wondered this week, Ecclesia, if you would join me in just a few simple practices. Would you consider these things? Here's the first one. Would you consider this week adopting the mindset that you just act like God's your friend? You just decide like, God's my friend. And so what do you do with your friends? Well, here's the first thing. I got a few things I want in friendships. One of the first is time. If you're really a good friend, you spend time. What if you could devote real time, like schedule it, put it in your calendar this week and spend time with God like God is your friend. You talk to him, right? If, if you're my friend and you come over, I, I hope you would come over. If you came over and go, I'd love to have a glass of wine. I got about 11 minutes, right? I, I think you're probably not my friend, right? I mean, what if we could just extend some time, right? Could we, could we have a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes? Would you open a door to spend time like that with God this week? What else do you want in a friend? Well, for me, I want a friend that's authentic, right? You, you really can't be my friend if you don't let me in, right? And let me know you. And so being authentic with God, sharing where you're at, how you're struggling. What if this week you took a walk with God and you just focused right away, focus on these things, fears, and dreams. Just go for a walk. Notice I didn't ask you to do this in July, right? It was unbearable. It's beautiful now. It's beautiful. Get out multiple nights this week and just start talking to God. God, this is what I'm afraid of. Why am I so afraid of that? Hey God, this is what I'm dreaming about. This is what I think I might be made to do. In my friendships, I value time. I value authenticity. And you know what I want in a friend? I want somebody that's fun right? And you know what? God wants to enjoy your life with you. And so this is the second piece. Ecclesia, you're made for joy. You're made for it. I hope that you can find joy in your work, in what you eat, in what you do, in your exercise, in your time with family and friends. If you will make it a focus this week to enjoy what you do and bring God along with you, right? When I'm eating great food and I'm like, God, this is so good. I have a conversation with God, right? I can't believe that you came up with sushi that tastes this good. This is so good. When I'm listening to music and I just am in awe of the melody and I just enjoy it with God, we become closer. And that's what we're made for, Ecclesia. You, you realize, right, in the times that God has done amazing things for his people, and I believe that God is up to a plan now. He wants to sustain us in hard times and deliver us from these difficult times. You think of these great miraculous deliveries like in the Exodus, right? God rescues his people from slavery and oppression. And then what does he ask him to do? Do you remember? In Exodus 12, right, he gives these instructions and he just says, hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you to barbecue, right? And then, you read about the barbecue and he starts to say, well, I want you to, I want you to put this over the, lamp, uh, the doorpost because I want you to remember me. And then he starts telling him how to cook the meat. And for some of us that don't like to be told what to do, you start to read it and you think, see, there's a bunch of rules and you actually read it. And God's just telling him how to have a good barbecue and not a bad barbecue, right? He tells him, don't boil the meat or eat it raw, right? Why? Because boiled meat doesn't taste good, right? He says, I want you to cook, to roast the lamb over the wood. 
I want it to be wood fire grilled, right? Because that's how meat tastes good. And this is what you've got to know, that as God leans in to rescue and to restore and to connect with you, he wants time and space for us to celebrate. And as we start to enter into these holy days, these holidays, my hope and prayer is that we'd make space for God in some really big and beautiful ways. So Ecclesia, lastly, will you consider this? You have unique gifts. God's given you gifts that nobody else has and a combination of them that's totally unique in the world and it's unique in our church. And I wanna remind you of this, that God gave you those gifts, not for you, but for other people. And being in relationship with God means we connect with God and then we connect with our neighbor. And I want you just to consider this week, what are the things that God's gifted you to do and how can you use those gifts to serve others? I know that for me, I'm at my best when I'm serving and loving, when I'm connected to other people and I'm connected to God. And when both those things are happening for me, I have a smile on my face, even if the circumstances of life don't seem that great. And that's what I wanna pray for you today. As God is walking us through this difficult season, as the world seems to be spinning around, would you refocus on what it means to actually be in relationship with God. You're not a part of a religion. You're in a relationship with the Creator God. And when you're in a relationship, it takes time and attention, nurture and care. And if your relationship with God is strong and vital, nothing else in this world right now will truly matter. Will you let me pray for you? Lord God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. I thank you that at the heart of Christianity, it's all about relationship. It's not about expectations or rules or what you expect of us other than just to love you. And God, we acknowledge we won't ever love you perfectly, but we want to stay close and near to you. That's the place of safety and hope and beauty and peace for each of us. And so this week we choose to set aside time to be with you, to talk to you, to read the scriptures, to see and imagine the ways that you would use our gifts to serve others. We thank you, God, that your love for us is not something that causes you to pull away from us when we fail, when we struggle, but that you move closer to us in our places of suffering and pain. And for that, we celebrate your love and grace. We pray all of this together and we pray it in your name. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. So Ecclesia, now we take time to pause and come together as one body and remember Christ's death and resurrection through eating of bread and drinking of wine and juice. And as we prepare our hearts for this time, I wanna invite you to say this prayer of confession with me uh, to examine and uh, help us come to the table well. So will you pray this with me? Lord, you have made us to be free, but we crave the cheap comforts of our chains. You have made us to serve others, but we have eyes only for ourselves. You have made us to love, but we are inflamed with lust. You provide that we may be generous, but we greedily hoard as if your well will run dry. You forgive time and again, but we hold fast to the sins of others. You offer light for our path, but we insist on making our own way. You are the God who saves. Lord, save us from ourselves 
In your great mercy, restore and heal us and grant us your peace. Amen. And so we remember that the night before he was crucified, that Jesus gathered his closest disciples and they shared a meal together. And at one point he got up in the meal and he took the bread and he gave thanks for it and he blessed God and then he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and said, this is my body broken for you. Declaring that he's with us even in pain and sorrow. And then after the meal, he got up and he took the cup of wine which was there and he raised it up and he thanked God again and he blessed God and he said, this is my blood poured out for you, which is a new covenant. And so Ecclesia today, with whatever elements you have, I've got a protein bar here, I've got some wine, with whatever you've got in your home, may we come together and as one, remember Christ's death and resurrection, that he is with us in all things, even this season and this time. So Ecclesia, this is the body of Christ broken for you and the blood of Christ shed for you. May we taste and see together. Amen.
I'm Julie Ramos and I got to do the kids story this week. I really hope you'll join us um, on the video to see and explore what it means to have empathy. Um, I'm going to pray a prayer of blessing over our kids um, that God would teach us to have empathy this week. God, we thank you for giving us empathy as a superpower. We ask you to help us look at situations from someone else's point of view. We ask that you would help us to think about others before we act. We're so grateful that you understand us and everything we are going through. We love you. Amen. Ecclesia, with as crazy as things can seem right now, it's easy to wonder how is all of this going to end? And so as a benediction, hear these words from the final chapter of John's vision in Revelation, which says, the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God through the middle of the street of the city. On either side of the river was the tree of life, with its 12 kinds of fruit producing each month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore. And there will be no more night. They need no light of lamp or sun. For the Lord will be their light, who will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, these words are trustworthy and true. For the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And so brothers and sisters, the story ends with healing. 
but each and every one of you is invited to help write what comes before. So go then now and always to love and to serve in the name of God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Go and serve in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Dwell in peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.ecclesiahouston.org.